I'm Dr. Ben Dale, and I have a fear of retirement. Welcome to my podcast. This is, as I said, about being afraid to be retired. I just recently retired and it's been an interesting journey to get here and I I thought it'd be good to share about that and talk about it. I, I think there are more of you out there who are who have that fear and this series of podcasts will talk about retirement and and uh, that process and that journey and also hopefully talk to others who are at that same stage in their life and and ready to to enter that what I think of as the fourth phase of our lives which is retirement for me um, my fear of retirement comes from the past 20-30 years looking at this phase of my life and thinking that Retirement for me was just waiting to die. And that's where the fear comes from. Like it's over. There's this part of your life where your productive years are done. And you're basically just waiting for the end to come. Um, I don't know where that fear came from. Where that perception came from. Maybe looking at others in my life and how they approached retirement. It just seems like they were just waiting around and I, I I I had a fear of that and you know the phases that I talk about I I kind of see as as those four phases you know the the first phase of your life from age uh, uh, four to 18 uh, you're being educated you go to school it's pre-k through uh, 12th grade and you're your, your whole world at that time is going to school and having friends and learning how to socialize and learning how to be in a world. And, and, I, um, and, and, and I see that first phase is, uh, of life as that. And then right around age 18, you enter that second phase, which is a formative phase, and you're, you're still getting educated on some level, but you're really starting to figure out who you're going to be. Uh, you might go to college, you might join the military, you might get a job, and those formative years, you're experimenting with who who it is that you are. And I don't know how long that goes. I I, I, I identify at the beginning as Doctor Ben Dale, but it, I, I'm not a doctor in sociology. Um. I'm not a doctor in psychology, doctor of education. So I don't know exactly the, the official term or how long that lasts, but I would say it goes to around age 28 and you're trying to figure out who you are. Now, I'm also approaching these phases as a Gen Xer. Uh, I'm proudly part of Generation X. So it, it is very cut and dry. I think Generation Y or Millennials, they, they don't see these as four phases. I think they approach life very differently and frustrating for Gen Xers in what we feel like are our productive years. 
But now that I'm in what I think phase four, uh, I think, you know, Gen Y and millennials, they might have the right idea. You know, they, their lives aren't built around their careers at all. If any of you Gen Xers out there ever worked with millennials or Generation Yers, um, you know what that's like. It's very frustrating because their career isn't their identity. It isn't their life. Um, it's uh, what they do to make enough money to do whatever it is they really want to do with their lives. <laughs> frustrating uh, to work with, but man, I got to tell you now as a, as a retired Gen Xer, um, I think they might be onto something, but that's a whole other thing. So phase three is what Gen Xers live for. That's your productive years, ages 28 until retirement, which we all kind of see as 64, 65. Now, I'm much younger than that. And so that's kind of, that's why I think my journey is interesting because um, I'm not 65 years old and retired. I'm much younger. I don't want, I don't want to say how old I am yet. Uh, I don't want to get off on that tangent but um from age 28 to retirement we see that as our productive years gen xers we usually pick a career and we are ambitious in that career and try to go as far as we can in that career and i was certainly uh part of that i was in that lane i was in that rat race of uh, having a career and trying to go as far as i could and about a year ago uh, it came time to make a decision in my career. I had been in the organization I was in quite a long time, and I was ready for a change. And so I'm thinking, do I just change organizations and just keep doing what I'm doing? Do I try to move up in, in my career field? What, what, what do I want to do now? It was a crossroads. And I had uh, talked to my wife and partner, Michelle, about it uh, numerous times. And we had, we had just been conversing. We weren't really making plans. We weren't doing the Gen X thing of making pros and cons lists. Uh, we, we were just talking about it and, and what our options were at the time. And uh, our, our children at that time, we have a lot of kids, and our children range from ages 10 uh, to 28. So we had two kids out of the house. We had one kid who had just left the house. We had one kid who was about to leave the house. And then we had two kids who were still in the home. But one of those kids, we had moved to boarding school in another state, uh, military boarding school. So we just really had the one kid uh, at home and he's 10. And so that was a factor. Uh, my wife has a very successful career and that was a factor, uh, trying to, uh, uh, figure how that fit into what I was going to do. And, and, and full disclosure, I had kind of lived my career up until this point following her. She uh, was active duty military for a long time and, and uh, an, an engineer in the Air Force and had since retired but had gone on to do uh, consulting work and um, continued to be an engineer in, in her field but as a uh, private contractor. I don't know all the terminology. She's going to make fun of me for stumbling around about this. But she, what you need to know as a listener is she had a very active and vibrant career. And our couple's dynamic, uh, uh, our entire marriage had been that I had a career 
that was very transferable. It was very mobile. And I would follow her uh, in her military career. And, and, and my career flourished. Um, and, and I was also able to support her. So that was our dynamic. And we were talking about it. And so her career obviously uh, factored in. And after several conversations, uh, we were sitting, we were, we were in our backyard in the hot tub, uh, and, and she just paused and looked at me and said, why don't you retire? And it stopped me dead in my tracks. I, I had never considered it. I, I was still young enough where retirement was over a decade off. And I said, well, because I'm afraid to retire was my answer. I, I, I have a fear of retirement because I'm not ready to, to be dead yet. Um, and, and if that sounds strange to you, you have to get inside the mind of a, of a, of a baby boomer or a Gen Xer. You know, our careers are our identity. And certainly my career was my identity. And um, so I'd never even considered it. Uh, but that started me, that was day one of, I, of a very important journey. And one of the first things I did is I just started to talk to people who had recently retired or were about to retire. And I would say, what are you going to do in your retirement? And to my dismay, they all had really great ideas. <laughs> and you, you would think it would give me hope, but it actually made it worse because I thought they have all these great ideas about what they want to do and how they want to retire. And I haven't got a clue of what I want to do or how I want to spend that time. And I plan on living 20, 25, 30 more years. I mean, that's, that's a, for a Gen Xer who spends 20, 25, 30 years in retirement, that's a whole other lifetime. If you get inside that, if you can try to capture that mindset, because I had just spent, the better part of 26, 27 years in this career. And I'm looking to live that much longer. And so the notion of, of, of filling that time productively, I had no clue, none whatsoever. It was almost like I was 17 and back in high school again, not knowing what I wanted to do, sitting next to all these people who are going to be doctors and lawyers and engineers and, and, and business people and, and seem to have it all figured out. I was there, I was right back there again, which makes you even more afraid because you think, oh, I've evolved. I've progressed in life. I have these life experiences. I have knowledge and skills and wisdom. And, and now here you are, boom, just in the blink of an eye and you're 17 years old again without a clue what you want to do. So I uh, talked to people. That was my first thing to do. Is and, and, and then I started keeping little notes to myself. Uh, an idea would come up. I immediately scratched. Okay, I immediately scratched off golf. And my my buddies all give me a hard time because they keep asking me about my golf game, my tee times, and they do it teasingly because I've made it very clear that I don't want to retire and play golf. I'm not going to be that guy. So I immediately scratched off golf and then I had to get through fear of what my parents did. 
my dad was a banker. He had a really he had a very very successful career, and when he retired, he didn't know what to do, and he he started. Um, he worked for this company that placed high school memorabilia in Walmart stores, and I saw him driving around doing that, and I thought, ah, my. I have so much love and admiration for my dad. And those of you that know me know that I often quote him and I really look up to him. And I just, it just was like something that, and I, I, I apologize for saying it this way. It just seemed beneath him. And so I had to get past that and say, okay, I'm not going to go flip burgers. So I crossed that off and the list. And then, you know, my mother, uh, she ran a, 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 a foster care facility for the state of Texas and was, you know, she had saved hundreds of kids in foster care. And then she retired and did nothing and uh, really struggled. Of course, her retirement was forced with my father's passing and, and she really couldn't do the children's shelter job anymore alone without him it was very tough and you know she was getting older and as much as I love my mom it just seemed like she gave up and so I had to get I had to get past that I had to work through those emotions and those feelings I had to work through the emotions and feelings about my father I'm talking to people and I'm starting to make little notes and before long I had a pretty decent list of things I could do from big to small that I want to go into on, on, in our next uh, episode here. But just suffice it to say that I started writing things down and, and, and saying, Oh, you know, that, that would be a fun thing to do, or this would be a cool thing to do. Or, and what, what it came down to really was three parts. The daily routine was the first part. So what, what, what are the things I'm going to do every day? The second part was um, uh, how, how I would characterize as, you know, recreating a brand of who I wanted to be. So uh, how was that going to look? What were going to be the big ticket items? And one of them was this. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a podcast. Uh, I've produced uh, albums, and I want to do this, and I'm. Uh, going to do some writing and I want to do a video series on uh, U.S. history education for elementary kids where we go around to uh, different historical sites and interactive I'll get into it more later but so my brand that I wanted to create was this media person who, who touches on all media uh, music books podcasts videos and then the last the third, what I consider my pillars of retirement, was what I wanted to learn um, and things I wanted to do. So I started writing down things that I can't do, which <coughs> the, that list got to be uh, uh, depressingly long. But uh, things I can't do that I want to do that I'll, I'll go into in another episode. But But then... With those three pillars, I start, started to get this confidence like um, retirement isn't just waiting to die. And uh, I'm about six weeks in as I record this. And uh, 
It's going okay. There are anxieties. There are continued fears that I have to work through, um, which isn't easy for me. I'm a, I was uh, raised in Southeast Texas, and so, uh, you know, playing football and fishing and hunting and, you know, running around pickup trucks, getting into trouble. So uh, working through feelings isn't something that I was equipped to do. And so that's that's been an interesting journey also is trying to cope with the anxieties and fears of not being who I was during my productive years, quote unquote. And, uh, but it's been okay. Six weeks in and I'd like to talk to you more about it. Continue to, uh, listen in and follow on the series and, and let's go through this journey together. I think I've had some, uh, epiphanies that might be helpful and some ideas that might be uh, interesting and, and, and worth discussing. And as we go along, I, I've, I've got uh, friends who are in the same stage of life and their stories are fascinating and I'd like to get them on as well. So thanks for listening in and I'd like for these to go. I don't know how long this one went. I forgot to start my timer, but I'd like for these to go 20, uh, no more than 30 minutes so that they're uh, easy to digest and I don't want to take up a lot of anybody's day. Just want to throw out some good ideas and uh, go through this journey together. So uh, I'm Dr. Bendale. And I have a fear of retirement.